3: and politics
0: as the church man we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples of indoctrination and godly things
1: if we don't train our kids they will not be able to stand uh-oh
0: Uh oh. erina addison's
1: on american family radio welcome to your friday wow that's a that's a great way to kind of wrap up <laughs> with like a new intro kind hey of a why thing. not yeah um I'm gonna make that part of the calls. <laughs> oh, it's Friday. Wait. It's the gumbo show. I'm, people can tell us what they think, whether or not they like it. Yeah. Um, it's it's you just don't you don't know. Yeah. you don't know. Yeah. And people will say. Um, but it's Friday. Welcome to your Friday. I'm Miki, and I'm Will, and um, uh, Sherry B is on tap with us. We are going to open the phone lines up. In fact, I'm gonna start giving the number now. It's Friday, and mm. so on Friday. We want to take as many calls as possible. There are things we talk about all throughout the week and you may be listening on any given day and you're like, oh man, I didn't get in or she just kept talking. And so I could not comment (laughs) on what I wanted to comment on. And so then we reserve Fridays for that opportunity to be able to hear from you. And you can go back as far as two weeks. And why do I say two weeks? Because anything beyond that, I probably don't remember. So you can go back as far as a couple of weeks uh, talking about anything that we've discussed and uh, give your commentary, ask questions, kind of push back on us if you want. That's fine. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Let us know what you think about the uh, the new intro there. I'll <laughs> say this. Um, I let your... Um, I let Now, because I'm saying that they're your children. Okay. It means it's not going to be good. <laughs> I, I let your children listen to the intro uh-huh. um, to see what they thought. Yeah. And um, your oldest... Uh liked it Uh but she didn't like the clips that were chosen for me really she didn't like the sound of my voice Ah. and 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 i thought yep but but that's me
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's your mama dear sorry
1: i know i mean you know i don't know if she's looking for a softer side of uh, sears but look i mean (laughs) that's just that's uh, you know i was like oh you don't like it okay anyway (laughs) <laughs> yep, thumbs up. That's what it is. Uh so so yeah, we, we can comment. We'll see how how it goes. We've we've had the um same intro I want to oh, say man. from the beginning. I think so. Pretty close to the beginning. I don't and, remember if um, we had
0: one before that. <laughs> I don't remember s- it.
1: Some of those clips are Taken, I think I was in my 30s. No, I'm just kidding. That's pro- probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> just just joking. It's a joke and I was joking. Um, but anyways, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, just to refresh you on some of the things that we talked about recently. Yesterday, we talked about respect for authority. It is something that had been um, burdening my heart and and by extension talking about this with Will and that it's just you know the church is missing it we're missing it we keep going after what the world is putting out and then when we kind of like it bubbles up to the surface and then the results of going after that spills (laughs) out into the culture we're just like ah you know like (laughs) what's going on it's like well this is what you wanted when you move away from god's standard this is what you get you you truly get what is your own doing and Mm. and it's not good it's never good so yesterday we talked about respect for authority beginning at home on Wednesday, Wednesdays with Will. Will the Great talked about who Jesus is for us. Yes. And so you can call in and comment on that, ask questions. And uh, then before that, we talked about spiritual warfare. And um, we had a rear, I want to say, this week. So I'm going to go back into um, last Wednesday where I want to say you talked about the testing effect Yes, of the world.
0: Of the world. So
1: we can talk about any of those mm. things. If you want to talk about what's going on in school and education, if you've emailed us a question and you felt like we didn't respond to your question, that's I blame Will.
3: <laughs>
0: blame nah, me. Who are
1: we kidding? It's my fault, guys. <laughs> Listen
0: and look. If if people want to bring up a point about <laughs> yeah, uh, the show that was a re-air because I know it that was the show we did with Doctor Lucer.
1: Oh yes, that's right. That's and, right. And um, we will not be silent.
0: Yeah. So if you yeah, want to bring a, up a point about that, that's mm-hmm. fine. But uh, but yeah, yeah,
1: we're here. We're here. All right. So as soon Dumbo. as we get the calls queued up, we will go right to your calls. I'm super super excited. One of um, just this, this is just a side note here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite restaurants in the world <laughs> is coming to our little town, Man. and um, I could not be giddier. I I I could not. Okay. And so I'm just I'm just really, really super excited. It's not like it's even coming tomorrow. Right. <laughs> when I read about where it's going to be moving the location, it still looks like the old yeah, restaurant haven't that was building there. Yet. Yeah. So it's not we're not not even close. <laughs> um, but just the anticipation, you know, is, is kind of um, to learn that on a Friday. There's just a lot of things happening. New yeah. intro, new restaurant. Um, <laughs> probably coming in 2022. Doesn't matter. does yeah. Doesn't matter. Anyways, all right. Are the phone lines are, are they ready? Are they yeah, are they queued ready. up? Are we ready to go? Yes. All right then. Where do we go first? Will the great?
0: All right. Let's go to uh, Keith in Michigan. Hi, Keith. Hi.
4: Hey. So is this new uh, restaurant serving gumbo? No, it's not. No. Man, no. Oh man, no. It's not. Come on, gumbo on Friday. Uh,
5: yes. So. <laughs> Talking
4: Mm. about spiritual warfare, Mm. one book that struck me when I was a young man many years ago was Frank Peretti's This Present Darkness. Mm -hmm. remember yes. Yeah, This Present Darkness, and it showed an interesting viewpoint of spiritual warfare. Another thing that I always looked at, and I realized I said this earlier, is that I'm a mathematician, Mm -hmm. and so there is such a thing as looking at dimensions of worlds, Second, how a third dimension shows a shadow into a second dimension. There's a fourth dimension area that shows a shadow into our third dimension. The way I look at it is that our world is the shadow of the real world, spiritual world. And it shows a shadow into it. And Paul even talks about it as seeing yourself very vaguely into a mirror dark, dark. So um, mm,
1: that's interesting. What happens I, you know, in the spiritual yeah.
4: world influences our physical world mm-hmm. directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's interesting. Now, you know, Keith, I may have mentioned, you know, I'm not a mathematician. So <laughs> what you just said, my brain is trying to process. I don't know that I've thought about um, what is described in scripture as spiritual warfare as being a matter of um, the reflection of worlds or even the shadows of worlds. Um, I, I do think though that in context, maybe what our brother Paul was talking about was, you know, when we talk about seeing things as through a glass darkly is that they are not things that are fully revealed to us. Maybe this is what you're driving at in part, but there are things that are not fully revealed to us, but those, the, those, things will be revealed to us. There are things and that we are going to know, even as we are fully known. And
0: I do think um, some of those things that we don't know, uh, we don't can't see right now, are spiritual in nature, it, it yes. probably has to do with, you know, what's happening in the sp- in the uh in the spiritual realm, you yeah. know as well, so yeah yeah I could see I could see what Keith is saying there um mm-hmm. and and I do believe that there's i mean the Bible talks about it, you know, that we yeah. battle not against flesh, flesh and blood that there are other things that are at play, you know that we don't see with our mm-hmm. natural eyes, but they're very real.
1: Can I say this? I think that one of the chief reasons for us to be aware of this, because sometimes, as we've talked about before, sometimes when we talk about spiritual warfare, there is the, the feeling that, oh, this is just too mystical and, and why are people talking about this? I mm-hmm. mean, there are things that you can just see. But if you read in Scripture, you know, our understanding of this realm mm-hmm. that we do not see, in fact, is sort of like um, more pronounced in the context of battling, that it is warfare, that you mm-hmm. have what happens in this realm that we cannot see um, that is making war on God's people. Mm-hmm. So it's not just talking about this unseen realm for the sake of just pure fascination. Yeah. But I really believe that what we find in Scripture is that understanding the fact that this is real equips us for a battle. Mm. And that is the reason that we know about this. Mm. It is not just for us to be fascinated by mysticism mm-hmm. and all of these other things right. that I think the world tries to counterfeit and like movies and books right. and all of those right. things. Right. But the Bible very clearly lays out for us that there is a realm that we do not see. That's right. That we are not battling against flesh and blood. And, and what is the understanding there? Well, the understanding is that what we are going to deduce from that is that, OK, I need to know because it's a battle. Mm. Because there's a war that I'm in. And so anyway, I think when we keep that in mind, it doesn't have to be kooky and it doesn't have to be something that causes us to live or to operate in fear um, because the Bible sets us up to win. We have the tools that are supposed to be an advantage to us. Yeah. And I think
0: some of the uh, dulling effect, it has been Hollywood and movies, you know, to to us, you know, as far as the spiritual realm goes, because we will look at things and be like, oh it's like that movie, you know, with no, you know, Yeah. and it kind of yeah. gives us a sense of that. It's not really real, but it yeah. Is.
1: Yeah. So. It's absolutely real. Thank you so much, Keith. We appreciate you, brother. All right. Well, the great we're next.
0: All right. Let's go to Todd in Alabama. Hi Todd.
6: Hey, how you doing? Good. Hello. Good. Hey, I just want to, I'll, I'll be quick. I got to get my daughter from school okay. and I'm going to lose college, but I love you guys. I appreciate you. I listen to you just about every day. Oh, and, uh, you help me to be a better man, a better Christian, and, and a better spiritual uh, leader in my in my home, and I, mm. I thank you for that. Praise God. Oh,
0: God, oh, bless
6: you. I, I do have a bone to pick with Will the Great. Okay,
0: <laughs> what did I do?
6: You <laughs> when you when you get crunk and and you start preaching, and I know that blood pressure gets up because mine gets up, and I'm like, yes, yes, I Don't used to hit that Hammond B3 organ like church. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have been slacking, brother. Oh man,
0: yeah. I I hear you, Todd. See, uh we have yeah, we have a different board operator usually, <laughs> you know. So I need to train him on when to uh, hit that That's organ So funny. Oh, <laughs> Thank man. you, Todd. I love you, people.
1: God bless you, Todd. Thank you, and and God bless your family. Yeah, God bless and, your family. And
0: today I'm running the board because you know. Uh, our brother Jeff, he's ha- he has a day off, but usually he's doing the board, and mm-hmm. so I just need to train him. I just need to say, hey, man, when it, when Mickey's getting real hype, <laughs> you need know. to click this button right here. I and, think that's asking huh? a
1: lot. I no, think that's, that's, easy. A that's easy. That's saying, easy to say, you know? say,
0: Jeff, man, when 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 Mickey gets hype, just make sure you go, you know, hit the...
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, that is such a part of our <laughs> cultural experience, okay? Growing up in church.
0: You get the fast organ. All right?
1: Man. And and it's it's amazing. You know, guys, these things can be so fun, mm. right? It can be so fun. Instead of, you know, the world wants to make us all stuffy and like, you know, about the way we <laughs> grew up in our, the church context and all of that stuff. But man, these things can be a fun mm. learning experience for all of us. When you mm. talk about what church was like for you yeah. growing up and talking about those differences, we don't have to be. Stiff, but yeah, the organ and and <laughs> all of that stuff that w- it was used to make a point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was used to to drive home. Yeah, you know yeah. Um, what the what the pastor was saying. Our, our church was a little bit unique. Yes, there 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 was the organ and everything, but my pastor, who's with the Lord, when I was a really young girl, um, he played the cymbals.
0: He, see that's amazing to me. Remember? I, I told you. Yeah, you told he, me that the I symbols. I just that. can't. I mean, <laughs> that's he played the symbols. The and symbols. When those
1: symbols got crashing. You talking I'm about be, symbols
0: like the marching band sh- dudes have, like a sh- together. Sh- oh wow, sh- <laughs> <laughs> man.
1: And and that's I how you know. Se- seen that. That's how you know. And and his name was Elder Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah, the perfect. right name. <laughs> I know it. Elder Shepherd. Um. And and that's how you know that um he was not just emulating somebody because that was not that was nah, not common. I never
0: heard of that. Exactly right. No, okay, yeah. Exactly right. Yes. But symbols full on like band symbols? Like, come on man. Wow.
1: Oh man, that and pillow shaped peppermints. Man. Ah, man. My mom used to break those pillow shaped peppermints in half. And give each of us one mm. half of the pillow. Y'all remember the? Mm-hmm. it looked like a ribbon.
3: Yeah, peppermints. So okay, she'd break like them in thing. half.
1: Sometimes she'd have to bite it through the paper because mm-hmm. you couldn't. It's very hard to break. And my brother would. Um, and and this was one of those things because we were in church for hours. Yes, guys, we were in church for hours. <laughs> yes. I don't understand these young whippersnappers who are like, it's been forty-five minutes. What?
0: <laughs> like, come on, man. We're just get started. That's just, he just only hit the be... symbols
1: twice right. in forty-five minutes. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> We still got seven times. i um, just joking. But listen, my mom would would break those peppermints and then she would pass each of us a peppermint. That's meant to, you know, tide you over, mm. tide you over until service is over. And um, unfortunately, my brother didn't know how to navigate it because it was a big piece of mint. So he would always. <laughs> <sniffs> but you know what my mom Ooh, did? Woof. And this is what we were talking about yesterday. Man, she give you that look.
0: Oh, that look. You man. weren't
1: confused. You didn't you didn't misunderstand what she was saying. She would give you that look that was full of if you don't stop, I will take you outside this church right now. Mm -hmm. Everybody. That's all you needed was the look. Yeah. Come on, man. Now you can't even look at your kids. (laughs) Your eyes don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back, we'll go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. It's the Friday edition of Aaron the Addison. Stay right there.
3: My flag
6: and country, my home and life. Proud to stand and fight for the stars and stripes. Brave men and women chose to sacrifice so we can live in freedom and have our rights. You might not like my guns or my faith, but I'm an American son by God's grace. Tried and true, born and raised, and there's a million more like me across the state. This is the home of the brave and land of the free. If you don't love this country, you can pack up and leave. Soldiers, teachers, farmers, preachers, God bless them all. We pray for the leaders, hard working folks, America's backbone, and all who love this land we call home. Help each other, respect the law. Got that life, liberty, and justice for all.
1: Some people are like, Addison's don't cut into that song. Don't do it. And 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 by the way, let me actually paint a better picture. Addison's Now well I'm, I'm gonna just say something. Don't cut into that song. That's what it's all about right there. Who is it? Who is it?
0: That's uh, who, whosoever south with Only in America.
1: That's that's where we need to be. Right there. Okay? You're crazy. Anyway, they're like, I don't, I, on a regular basis, I don't too much like the hippity hop that they play.
3: Okay? But when they
1: mix it with country, which is God's music. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you are oh, crazy. Boy. Oh, you know it. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> All right.
1: Um. Welcome back to Aaron the Askins yes. on American <laughs> Family Radio. It's Friday. It's a Friday edition. Mm-hmm. We laugh a little bit more. All right, we've earned it. <laughs> I'm Mikey, and I'm Will. And Who, that was whosoever. Whosoever's out. And somebody's writing it down. Yeah. Stay, stay in your lane. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Like stay in your, (laughs) stay in your, look it up on their phone. (laughs) Get, get over. And they talk about, you know, people being good. And, you know, you think about how we're so like not perfect people. All you got to do is just be at like a a store, you know, one of those strip malls that's Mm -hmm. near the interstate. You can see how imperfect people are and just count Mm -hmm. the number of times as you're just there near the interstate. And you hear that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we can't even stay in the lines, guys. We can't do it. Like, we're not good people, you know? Mm -hmm. Even the most excellent among us. Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. Welcome back. Um, We got a full bank of calls. Let's go back to the phone lines. Friday edition. We take more of your calls. Mm -hmm. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go?
0: All right. Let's go to Donna in Texas. Hi, Donna.
3: Hi, you guys. I Hello. Just want to say a couple of things. Okay. First of all, thank you, I think, for switching up the intro. I had just gotten it down where I <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh. But, but no, 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 no. But this one I can rock, I can bump. So okay. That's good. All right. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. You guys are refreshing and you're informative you. and you're full of truth. And I do rely on you to keep me abreast of what's happening and try to encourage my friends and family to mm. listen to AFA, to be informed. There's mm. so much, so many don't know. Mm. But I saw, Miki, I saw you on the uh, at home conference mm-hmm. it's good to put a face with a name oh thanks and, for watching uh, yeah yeah thank you for for what and who you are and will that does not discount you oh i well, able amen. to be he's able to be who she is in the lord mm-hmm. because of you
1: yes so. amen oh man thank Donna, you, so you much, get Donna. us thank you so much that <laughs> that is so true so thank many you. people don't realize that you know yeah. because i'm so vocal And because, you know, this is this is what the Lord has called me to do. This is the gift that the Lord has given me. I really do believe like I I'm not I'm not like deluded to think that, oh, it's just my own ability. But this is what the Lord's called me to do. But so many people don't realize that what I'm doing, I'm enabled to do not only by the power of the Lord. Right. The power of the Holy Spirit indwelling me, but the leadership of my husband. Like this is this is huge, and so Donna, thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, the great, where do we go next?
0: All right, let's go to Jeanette in Florida. Hi, Jeanette.
1: Hi. Hello. Um, I am going to echo
2: what the last um, caller said about um, relying on you guys to let, keep me informed. Um, I uh, there was a topic. I think this was more than two weeks ago, but it was about the satanic shoes.
3: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: um. And I was really wished you had come on in the morning, because on the uh, on the way to, I didn't hear your um, commentary on it until the afternoon. But mm-hmm. my 16 year old son told me his friend had showed him a picture of the shoes, and um, in my typical fashion, I had whiplash and I started peppering questions at him, you know, <laughs> about the mm-hmm. shoes, and he immediately, you know, kind of shut down and he was like, oh. Uh, mom's upset and uh, my blood pressure was through the roof. And then I heard your talk about it. So I was able to have another conversation with it mm. in a, in a controlled manner. <laughs> um, I have
3: six kids. Oh, <laughs> I have awesome. six
2: kids. So I really feel for you guys. Um, <laughs> I really uh, rely. I, I, you've opened my eyes to so much. Um, they told me I can only talk about one thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> <at the> back, <laughs> and I couldn't choose. Um, I I said the vaccines because I'm a certified immunizer and um, I've learned a lot about vaccines from um, your show. Um, At first I'm going to admit I thought it sounded crazy, um, but Mm. the more I've looked into it and um, uh, I've been so upset at the way this whole pandemic has been handled Mm -hmm. um, by our public leaders. And um, it's just really opened my eyes to the point where I'm, seriously, almost thinking about, um, changing careers. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you, um, for, for what you do.
1: Yeah. Well, thank Thank you you so much, Jeanette. I really do appreciate that encouragement and, um, it's a blessing and it's a privilege that we have to be able to inform our listeners and to have a conversation around what's going on, what's happening in the public. Look, I'm going to tell you the, the topic of vaccines and vaccinations Mm is a very touchy subject Um, but I really believe that that is by design of this industry Um, because think about it there there are not other topics well maybe there are but there are few topics where a parent will say I want informed consent I want to know exactly what I'm doing I want to talk about the risks and the benefits before I do something to my child some people will say no you're doing it for but if you are a parent And you ask a question, um, where have we moved? Where Mm. have we moved in this country where you cannot um, expect or demand informed consent? And then when you start digging and you start asking questions, you start saying, well, what's in the vaccine? Mm. And you, you say, what's it cultured off of? And you say, well, what are the guarantees that I have? And then you say, and then how do you indemnify um, Vaccine companies or, or pharmaceutical companies where they're not responsible for any adverse reaction mm-hmm. that people have, even death. And you say, what other companies enjoy that kind of, I mean, for them, it's protection. But for us, man, what is yeah. it? Yeah. You know, and, and it's just one of those things where, look, I am I am not it's just not my personality, really. I'm very strong about what I am convicted of. Very strong about that. I'm very strong about that. But it's not my personality to force other people to adopt my convictions. Yeah. Right. So so you're not going to hear me saying, oh, you need to do this. If you love your kids, you need to do that. But what you will hear me strongly say is, man, just just ask questions. Yeah. Just Amen. do a little bit of research. Just Amen. just ask questions, you know. And th- there I just don't know a whole lot of stuff out there that you can say, oh, I just blindly go on in just whatever they want whatever they're doing yeah. look they've told us an awful lot about um the shots that they're giving out that they're calling vaccines um right they've told us an awful lot and while you've got so many people who are getting the shots you know they're getting shot number 1 and then they're getting shot number 2 and then at the same time they're still um telling us that we need to be putting masks on and right. we need to social distance and right. and at some point you just go but but <clears throat> What, what about the shots? Right. Like, what, you know, you just have to ask. <laughs> and these are questions that people have a right to ask. That's right. And 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 unfortunately, our brain is being commandeered and we're what not up. able to ask those questions. And so what they do, and we'll go back to the phone lines here. What they do is they will polarize, they being the mass media and those who have a vested interest in whatever the action is at the mm-hmm. time. But they will polarize a discussion to the point that if you ask a question, oh, there you are. You're one of those. Mm. So then what do you do? You get scared into silence. Well, I'm saying just keep asking questions. As a parent, we have the right to keep asking questions. Anything else that you're going to put in your child or yourself, yeah, you would ask, well, what is it? Right. What's it going to do? What are the risks involved? But for some reason, a group of people got together and said, but you can't do that with vaccines. We'll increase the vaccination schedule. You're going to pump more vaccines into your kid than we're pumped into you. <laughs> and then at the same time, we're seeing increased rates of autism in our country is exploding. And they say, no, it's just kind of environmental. It's just, you know, it's just we, we have a different means by which to detect and and to make the determination that that's what that kid has, you know. And, and you just go, mm, could it be anything else? Mm. And they say, no, well, it's certainly not vaccines that's what they tell you. Mm-hmm. They say, we, we will speculate on everything else that it might be, but we can tell you what it's absolutely not. Where does that work anywhere else? <laughs> all right, back to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. <clears throat> Guys, we have been given wisdom, and and greater than that, the Holy Spirit indwells us, mm-hmm. so he leads us. He leads Amen. us, and all I'm saying is that as a parent, people, we need to ask questions, ask questions. If you're in a situation I'm sorry. I just feel inclined to say one more time. If you're in a situation where asking the question is met with hostility and anger and bullying, then to me, that's an indication that you're not in a quote unquote safe space. That's your physician. (coughs) That's your pediatrician. Mm -hmm. And so your best interest is supposed to be their aim. So they should welcome your question. They should welcome your question. All right, um, 888-589-8840. Will the Great,
5: where do we go?
0: All right, let's go to Bill in West Virginia. Hi, hi Bill.
5: Hi. Hello. Uh, I, I just want to make a comment about, you remember the program you had, I think it was two weeks ago, with Rick Green? Yes. yes. Right, and, and he talked about, and I also want to make another comment after I'm finished, if you don't mind. Uh, the, um, and he talked about David Barton. And you, Nikki, you talked about your son about, his interest in the Bible, and I thought it was how this country was started with our founding fathers. And I was hoping he would say something to you about David Barton's Bible, the the Founding Fathers Bible. The Founder's
1: Bible, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have that as an app on my phone.
5: Okay. Well, you know what? Get your son a hard copy of that Bible.
1: Oh, thank you. I'll consider
5: that. He will, that one or even the Patriots Bible. Now, mm-hmm. the, the, founding, the founding father's Bible comes in, in the um, American Standard, New American Standard. The other comes mm-hmm. in, I think, the New King James. So I just wanted to tell you that for, okay. your, you Thank know, for you. your son. Because you, you, I, 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 I sense that you, I know how how much you love your kids. Mm-hmm. And could I say something else about this racism thing? Sure. Uh, I'm going to tell you this little story. It's not going to take long, but I might get a little bit emotional. My, my mother and father. I'm seventy-seven now. They they they've passed a long time, mm. but we used to go to the Jersey Shore years and years ago fishing, and my mother my mother was less than five foot tall. My father was six foot three, so they're very <laughs> recognizable. And one night, one day they were they had a a lot of minnows left over from bait from the daytime, so my father says to my mother, Lucy, let's go down, you and I and Billy we'll go down and, and we'll uh use these minnows up on the instead of going out in the little boat they had, they would go off the pier. We went down to that pier and there was only just the five of us out there. It was my mother, my father, myself, another man and his grandson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the he was he was a black man and a little black little boy, his grandson, and we were all fishing. And the man says to his grandson, "This is our last minnow, so we'll use. It. I'm putting it on your hook." Just when that happened, the fish started biting, <laughs> and the male man said to his grandson, "Let's." Let's leave. We have to leave now. And my father said to him, "Sir, you and your grandson use those minnows along with us, and when they're gone, we'll all go." Oh wow! Hot fish. (laughs) Yeah. Now that that was the thing, I get emotional about is years and years later, my father and mother were on that same pier. There was a man. Than my father. A man's taller than my father. The same thing happened in reverse, though. Mm. My mother and father ran out of minnows. They said, Well, Lucy, let's go. We were out of minnows. The man, the big man, bigger than my father, said to my mother and father, Mister, you don't know me because I was small, but I remember you. <laughs> Now you tell me wow. is this a racist nation? No, wow. it's not. Wow. And I'm wow. Sorry for being emotional about it, but I I get I think about that every time I hear somebody say in this country about this being a bad country, it's not. Yeah. Mm. So thank you and I'm gonna hang up. Oh, God oh. bless you Bill. Thank you, Bill. I
1: appreciate that. You know, one of the things that I absolutely despise and this is why I do so hey. much. Um, to expose uh, critical race theory, critical theory and the roots of it. Um, One of the things that I think is traumatic is to take a person and to accuse them of something that they are not. Right. And that's what, um, that's what this philosophy does on a regular basis is it tells people that they are something that they are not. Hmm. And um, this is not only hurtful, but it is traumatic. They talk a lot about trauma, but it's traumatic to tell a person that they feel something or worse yet, that they are something <laughs> right. that they know to be untrue in their right. heart right. and the core of who they are. They know it to be untrue. This is why we've got to stop the proliferation of this in our culture. That's Bill, right. thank you. God bless you. We're going to grab the break. We'll come back to your calls. Aaron, the Addison's stay right there. I love the people of God. Amen. I love the body of Christ. I say it, you know, just whenever, everywhere we go, um, I, I don't care. Like, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I, You know, some people feel like, well, that's so exclusive. Well, but it's biblical. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, <laughs> the if household you have... Of It's the household of faith. (laughs) You know, the Bible says do good to everybody. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not supposed to be doing anything wrong to anybody. But then the Bible says, but especially Mm. to the household of faith. So there's a distinction. There's a different level of commitment that we have to one another. Yeah. Do you understand? Like if we could understand what God was doing in the formation of this body, Mm. this bride. I mean, we are different and distinct in the world and have been in every culture For every time period, Mm -hmm. like different and distinct. It is only when we start to lose that distinction and things get muddy that we start finding commonalities and going to different corners. Right. Turning against one another, which was never the intent, never the design. Anyways, welcome back to Aaron the Addison's The Friday Edition. Mm -hmm. I'm Miki.
0: And I'm Will and those believers path of revelation.
1: All right. Let's try to squeeze in a bunch more calls. 888-589-8840-888 five eight nine eight eight four zero will the great where to all
0: right let's go to tim in north carolina hi tim
6: hello i can't believe i made it home i've been trying for a while <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> so um that last story was just awesome i'm telling yeah. you that was just something that would definitely preach for sure yeah so, um Nikki, we all just have to say you remind me a lot of my family um um,
1: Hey, Tim, uh, Tim, I have a question. Just because there's a, it's a little bit garbled, just the sound. So could you move maybe to like your window and stand on one leg? Could you do that? (laughs) Because I want to... Let me try I took it off the Bluetooth on my car. So let
6: me try a speakerphone. Maybe it'll work.
1: Okay, try that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's we'll do again. our best. Let's see. I think, I think so. Yeah, a little bit. I can make it out. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tim. Well, I was trying to tell you, I mean, I'm going tell you, you, remind
6: me a lot of our family. I have three daughters, my wife and I do, and she homeschooled two of our daughters. They're in their 30s now. She homeschooled them for seven, about seven or so years. Mm-hmm. And both of them are doing well. One's a speech pathologist, and another one's got, like, an MBA. She, she and her husband actually working a business together. She does marketing. So, uh, anyway, it's just a kind of a little promotion there for homeschooling. It does work. Wonderful. Uh, and I have a 21-year-old who's, who's currently in, in college right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. pray for her. She really had. it's really tough out here, you know, for uh, someone her age that's in college because she is standing for them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with uh, uh, Christian values and it's just really difficult because a lot of these uh, college kids have just bought into the camp for culture and yes. civil race theory and mm. all these things. So I know it's really, she's, she really stands strong, though, and I'm just grateful for that. So uh, I did have a specific thing I wanted to ask, and I have a discussion all the time. I, I tell my children all the time, I tell my girls, you got to listen to Mickey and Will Addison. <laughs> they're, they're, they're spot on. And uh, I have a lot of discussions with my my oldest daughter, and uh, about just different things. And so we talk about just the term wokeness
3: mm-hmm. about
6: being woke. So, and and Nikki, I heard you give a definition of this probably a month or so ago, and I just want to – I might have my head in the sand. I mean, but I just want to have a kind of a clear definition about it. So, and I was going to share that with my daughter. Uh, sure. I think I I, I feel that comfortable with what it is, but can you tell me again? Can you say again exactly what it
1: entails? Sure. I, I, I'd i be happy to do that. <clears throat> thank you, Tim. Yeah, thank so you, this Tim. this goes back to Marxism, mm-hmm. right? And so it comes from consciousness. It comes from believing that you could awaken a group of people, awaken their consciousness so that they would come to see themselves as an oppressed people group, right? And so this is kind of progressed, continue on. And so basically it uh, is it works its way down to wokeness to, to say it simply, but, but the origin of it is that the, the consciousness of a person is awakened, mm-hmm. right? So their eyes become opened to their perpetual state. Now I could go into a lot more detail here. Um, but I won't because the, at the basic level, what we're talking about when we talk about wokeness is that it has two different manifestations depending on the person who is <laughs> woke. Mm-hmm. So if you are, <clears throat> let's say, black, mm-hmm. but black is kind of a little bit limiting because of intersectionality. <laughs> yeah. But let's go very basic. If you are black and you are woke, then your conscious has been awakened to the fact that you are perpetually oppressed. Mm. You are a victim. Somebody owes you something, okay? You are a victim. Now, if you're white and you're woke, then you have had your conscience awakened to the fact that you are the oppressor. Mm. You have a certain amount of privilege that you have been given. You didn't work for it. You didn't earn it. It's just yours because of your skin color. They call it whiteness. Right. So you have a certain amount of privilege and you must make atonement. Now, it's not an atonement that you make that will uh, produce for you forgiveness. (laughs) All right. It's just an atonement that you are ever paying. You are ever apologizing for being white. Excuse me. Ever apologizing for your privilege. Okay, Ever recognizing that you have access and you have opportunity that no one else has except you. Because why? White. Doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't matter what your background is. Just that the color of your skin is white. And so from this, you have all kinds of training and books and um, offshoots of this philosophy. But at its core, it is simply um, Marxism Yeah. at its core. It's what's called new or neo-Marxism, which is cultural Marxism at its genesis. Marxism is economics right? The haves versus the have-nots, all right? The upper crust versus the lower crust. But after World War I, and here I am going into a presentation, okay?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I tell you that we have a two-part presentation coming from American Family Studios soon. Yeah,
0: coming soon. In the next
1: few months. Mm-hmm. So, so Tim, if you'll watch for that, it's a two-part presentation because it's just that much information. And I'm probably not doing the best job summarizing, but Woke is a short- Form of awakening the conscious, not the conscience, because you'd have a different outcome, <laughs> right? But it's the conscious where you tell a person you're oppressed, you open their eyes to that oppression, all right? And then for the other person who's not in the oppressed group, they are the oppressor. Mm. You open their eyes to the fact that they are the oppressor. This is why we have people walking around perpetually depressed cuz they no matter what they do they're going to always be white. And you understand that your your the color of your skin is evil this mm. philosophy teaches.
0: And you can see why this should not be within the body of Christ.
1: Like, or <laughs> yes, yes. You know? Yes, like, or as any type of framework right. through which you <laughs> to navigate what? To navigate what? So when a person yeah. says, "Yeah, I'm woke," what they are saying is that my eyes are open. To the perpetual oppression that I either suffer, or the perpetual oppression that I that I administer to somebody else. I'm 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 I'm, and this is my this is my personal favorite, man. When people talk to me, hmm, all right, let, let's anyway. When when a person when a person wants to tell me that yes, they have privilege, and and they they really hate the fact that they're you know I do I do have a certain amount of privilege. I like to just ask just, you know, as as sincerely, but with with as weighted a response as possible. Are you saying are you really looking me in the face and telling me that you're better than me right now, right here in my face? That's really what you're doing. You really you really want me to stand there and appreciate that you have come to the point where you can tell me that you're better than me. (laughs) This is a foolish philosophy. This is foolishness. It has no place in the body of Christ. And when people accept it and adopt it, I see it as a weakness, not a strength. Mm. You got a lot of black people around here like, I'm woke, I'm woke. And I'm like, and that's weak. That's weak. (laughs) You're proud to be walking around confessing that people are better than you inherently? That's, that's not smart. Let me say it that way. Okay. That's not smart. That's very weak, guys. That's, but that's where we are in our culture. Mm Mm-hmm. The person who is woke is the enlightened one. That's 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 the progressive person. As it is, it is not progress. It is not moving forward. It is taking steps back. I, look, I I said, man. Let me. I'm gonna throw this out there for you, and then we'll we'll. we'll <laughs> No, I, never mind. I'll keep cooking it. All right. Will the Great. Where do we go next? Where do we go next?
0: All right. Uh, let's go to Shirley in Mississippi. Shirley, did you have the same question or you had a different question about wokeness?
6: No, that that about covered it. Okay. Now, <laughs> let me tell you, though, I am 85 years old. Mm-hmm. I listen to y'all all the time. You're wonderful. And I somewhere back in the... I knew you from somewhere. I don't know when, but anyway... Uh yes, I kept saying, and I told several people. I said I don't know what this wokeness business is, but I'm mm. going find out. Mm-hmm. And so it went long until it came out where, you know, I don't know, but I'm a hospice volunteer, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm you know I'm still in good shape for 85
1: years old. That's and I'm wonderful. Under the program.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, Shirley.
1: Thank you for that encouragement. man. I I hope that it helps the body of Christ. Look, I I have no problem um, turning all the cards face up for this destructive ideology. I have no problem um, revealing and exposing the genesis, the origin of it, because it is destroying the bride. It is destroying the bride. And there are people who are in positions of leadership in the church who are allowing it. Look, if you've got Bible studies going on, I'm mean, look, if you've got Bible studies going on at your church where you're invited to explore your whiteness, run, <laughs> run. If you've got Bible studies going on where you've got materials or there's curricula that's circulating out there where it's talking about recognize your privilege, run, run. Any Bible study that's not rooted in the Bible is Come not on. a Bible study. Come on. I've had people send me some materials and say, hey, they're thinking of introducing this. I just it doesn't quite sit right with me. Will you check it out? And so then I, I check it out and I'm like, nope, nope, mm-hmm. nix it. Don't don't subject yourself to academia in the household of faith. Mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's no there's no reason that we should ever have to go outside of the word of God. God has given us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to go to academia? Why do we need George Cox, come on, Kimberly Crenshaw, mm. Derek Bell? Why do we need these people? James Cone. Why, come on, James Cone, <laughs> Antonio Gramsci. Why do we need these people to tell us how to interact with one another in the body of Christ? Mm-hmm. We don't. We absolutely do not. Is there, is there, is, is it possible that there is another gospel? Nope. Nope. There's not, <laughs> there isn't one. Come on. Check the letter that Paul wrote to the Galatians. That's right. It's, it's done guys. It's done. There's no reason for us to get some continuing revelation. Okay. Now look at what you've done. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's from
0: my man Todd.
1: Y'all know, look, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it upsets me guys. It upsets me. It upsets me because, look, I have been saved by the grace of God. Do you understand? I recognize that I deserve death, that I was the enemy of God. And now, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I have been brought into relationship with God. Mm. I was dead in my trespasses and sins. And so now, how... I can't, I can't do anything to earn that, Mm. but you know, the Lord has given me a lot. And so what I want to do is I want to spend my gifts. I want to spend my life living for the glory of God, making much of Christ, not human philosophies, making much of what he has done Mm. to bring peace to those of us who were far away from God. And so for all the people who are backtracking, all the popular preachers who have found their wokeness <laughs> and pushing it on the church
3: mm-hmm.
1: man as long as the lord enables my heart to beat and enable my lungs to expand and contract i will expose it and i will resist and i will mark them mm. they are destroying the body of christ and they are doing it without shame man. they don't feel guilty because they're popular all the world is running in their direction. All the world running in a direction has never made that the thing.
0: Come on. <laughs>
1: and sit down, people. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> those who would destroy the body of Christ. If you're for the Lord, stand up. Amen. Stand up. Don't sit down. Stand on the word, too. Stand on the word. Stand yeah. on the word. Come on. All right. We're out of time. Mm-hmm. What a great Friday it's been. What a great week. Will the great?
0: Yes. Anything else? No, it's good. (laughs) Amen (laughs) and amen.
1: Until Monday, Lord willing.
0: God bless.